0: I didn't hit puberty till I was like 16, 17 years old. Like I was literally five foot four till I was 17 years old. And the, the guys that I grew up with, like the video gamers, I started to see them one by one in our teenage years, 14, 15, 16, start attracting girls and getting into relationships. And the concept of that, like when I was in high school, the the feeling of that just made me feel awkward and I couldn't tell why. And it, it was because I had this belief that, like, I wasn't involved. I wasn't invited to the dating scene. Like, it just felt awkward to me. I come from a brown Muslim family, and so that there was always like, you know, a weird feeling with that. Can I even get a girlfriend? One time, I asked my mom. Like, I literally said to her, like, I want to get a girlfriend, and she looked at me weird, and she's like, No, you finish your studies first. Literally, that's the truth. And another time, I remember it must have been like 13, 14 years old. No, probably yeah, 14 years old. And my best friend was round my house. We were literally downstairs and he had been dating recently. He was speaking about some girl and he kind of like went quiet and he he like almost in like a shy way. He asked me something that he thought was really embarrassing and but he wasn't doing it to, you know, feel bad about me. He was just kind of like asking me as a friend. He went like, don't you want a girlfriend? Like, don't you want to experience this? And I just I literally just got like almost shocked. Like, like, just like just stuck. I didn't know what to say. I felt totally left out. You know, people in my school, a lot, like some people were having sex at age 13 and 14, and I don't think that's right. But quite a lot of the people I grew up with at age 15 and 16 were drinking alcohol, going to parties, and literally having sex like in those parties. Like girls from from this class were going to this party with a bunch of guys and like they were drinking and, and you know, like being flirtatious and stuff, and then literally going to the toilets to fuck. I didn't actually realize that people were having sex till I was about just under 18 years old. I genuinely didn't think anyone else was. I felt like I was missing out on this. And more than that, it's like, I did have this cope in my mind, which you might do, which was, what if in some ways it could be beneficial to experience this? Because if I keep waiting, like my mum says, if I keep waiting to pass my studies keep waiting to develop myself I won't have like any experience with women and so when it comes to needing that experience maybe with the you know the girl I eventually really want to get then I'll struggle with her these were the thoughts I was getting when I was 17 years old and then eventually things did change I'm 18 years old. I'm about to go to university. I've been going to the gym. I'm hyping up. I'm actually looking kind of good. I'm looking confident. I'm I'm literally hopping on Tinder now. I'm getting some matches on Tinder finally because I uploaded a shirtless picture. Now is going to be the time that I'm going to get some practice with women. I'm going to get some experience with women. This is going to be really productive. This is going to be really good for me. I went to university and it just so happened that I ended up getting into my first ever real relationship with a girl that I truly loved. Things didn't work out with her and I explained the full story with her in the previous video that I just did on this channel, but after the breakup with her, which, which was totally like heartbreaking and, and depressing after about a month of spending literally 24 seven in my, in my student halls room and just playing my, uh, Minecraft and RuneScape <clears throat> after about a month of feeling just sorry for myself. I started to be more social, make more friends, go out to more parties and nightclubs, and actually, for the first time ever, start hooking up with girls and getting the experience with girls that I wanted for so long and that you probably want too. This isn't, like, another, like, Red Pill Alpha Male video where the guy's gonna say, like, yeah, yeah I, I, I get with loads of supermodels, man, I'm, I'm so amazing. Like, the girls I was, like, I... I slept with a lot of girls during this time. And I don't say that to boast or anything. I'm just telling you the truth. And the girls that I was sleeping with were absolutely not, like, high quality, of course not. They weren't, like, very beautiful girls. Naturally, when you want to practice with women, the reason why we're saying practice, the reason why you may have thought this, I need to practice, I need to get experience. The reason why is, okay, get experience for what? So that you can get more girls. Okay, for what? What's the experience for? Oh, for the woman that I eventually have children with, right? So the experience or the practice that we want right now is for us to be good enough to get, or even to attract or whatever to, for the the future wife who we're going to have children with. I want to break down this line of thinking with you because three guys literally asked me this question yesterday on a group call. And one by one, when they asked it, it was almost like a funny joke between the guys who had been on the group call for a while, because we were almost laughing of how many guys were asking this exact same question. And, Chances are, if you're watching this and this title's intrigued you, you're a younger man. You've been watching my videos, Tate's videos, Eman's videos, maybe First Man's videos. And First Man is a friend of mine who's who's been pushing this message recently that guys should not actually pursue building, getting experience with girls. Guys should not pursue like girls or dating at all when they're young and instead focus relentlessly on improving yourself and growing. And his idea has been criticized by many people who think that you should live more of a balanced lifestyle and who think that you should integrate women into your life as you grow up. And the thing is... I didn't do what first man said. I got the experience, I got the practice that you might have wanted, and I'm here to tell you today that it it will be will not might it will be the biggest mistake, one of the biggest mistakes you make in your life. No one has ever pointed these arguments out, not even first man has has pointed a few of the arguments that I'm going to say to you, and I think you're going to find this like deeply deeply interesting. So I ask you just just to listen to some of the points I've got with an open mind and just to kind of know that, like, I'm on the other side of this. I'm not some some strict parent or imam or pastor, I respect to them, but I'm not, like, someone who has no experience of this, just kind of telling you that, oh, this stuff's bad. I had the same mindset as you of wanting to get experience with girls, and I did it. And so I'm on this, like, where you want to be technically, right? And I don't think it's a good idea for you to do this. Now, someone might say to this, like, oh, but Hamza, you did it. So like, how can you tell us not to? But I, I see this comment quite a lot when I talk about like, oh yeah, like I I was a degenerate. I slept around with girls and stuff, so you shouldn't. And there's always like a guy who gets a little bit triggered by that and says like, oh, but, but you got to, so why, well, how can you tell us not to? That's not fair, but hopefully you understand. Like this is the nature of like passing our wisdom onto each other. It's like, I have to make the mistake to eventually tell you. The first reason why you don't need experience with women and what pretty much everyone who, who gives you this advice online, like the first man is, is this YouTuber who says this, there's a, a bunch more, Rolo Tomasi, you know, all these guys who kind of say that, okay, build yourself up as a man first and maybe don't think about girls so much when you're younger. And the first and biggest reason why is so that you can focus on your own growth, your own self-improvement and your own success. This is something that you've already known and you've already thought, yeah, like, you know, I'll fo- focus more without a girl. But maybe you've never really experienced what it's like totally one being deep in like the part, not just party zone, but like, you know, with, with getting girls, dating and literally having sex with girls or having sex with multiple girls a week. But two also, maybe you haven't experienced the other side of like total monk mode where you actually don't want to get girls. So there's two big different sides and I've experienced both. So I'll tell you right now, if... This is so interesting, right? No one has said this before, but like, I promise you, this is the case. I am very like observant of my brain and I'm very much into self-improvement and I'm very like aware of things, right? You might have known, like I'm quite aware of myself. I do have a lot of journaling and meditation. So this is going to be really interesting. I promise you right now, let's say you're not meeting girls. You're not meeting anyone, dating anyone. Let's say you're not having sex with any girls, but let's just say you are texting texting just one girl that you like, you're texting just one girl. You're not even going on phone calls with her. You're not even meeting her in person. You're just texting one girl that you like. I promise you that will sap about 40% of your brain power. Literally just opening up like the door of dating of like women, a tiny creek. It's like it has this huge impact on how much like brain power you lose, which you could put into growing yourself a huge, like a huge level. It's absolutely crazy that even a small amount of like being open to dating, a small amount of, for example, just looking at girls on Instagram, maybe just maybe just having a Tinder account and you know online dating accounts and saying, oh no, but this is like an efficient way to date. You know, I don't have to go on dates and I can just quickly write, type and stuff. I promise you, you're losing so much of your brain power because you, if you wanna know like how to get successful, you want me to tell you something right now that, that this piece of advice that I don't hear often, the route to success is to pick one, maybe two big goals and to dedicate as many thoughts as possible to that goal. When you're having a shit, you should be thinking about your goals. When you're having a shower, you should be thinking about your goals. When you're going to bed, you should be thinking about your goals. If you want to become a successful man, this is what it takes. And when you say, oh, but it's just half an hour a day for me to check Tinder or, you know, it's just three hours a week for, for, for a date. It's not about the time where we physically do the thing. It's, it's that it saps thousands of thoughts a week away. And this is like, this is undeniable. This is non-negotiable. We as men know this. And if you haven't experienced the total bliss of like full on declaring to yourself, like I am in a period, just the period, not for life, just a period where I'm not even open to girls and you close that door fully, you will be so surprised of how much of your brain power comes back. It will not be like what you thought was the equivalent of how much you were putting into dating. It will not be that it's like this weird, like outsized return back to your brain power. I know this is like a weird thing to say. The benefit of this is that you will excel and you will push forward in your goals, your business your developments, even in improving your SMV, your sexual market value. You'll literally like, you know, be able to focus more on becoming more attractive later it's the delayed gratification. It's setting yourself, future self up. And this is like the fundamental principles of self-improvement. This is the whole point of self-improvement. We, we delay a bigger reward for our future selves instead of our current selves. We take the second marshmallow 15 minutes from now rather than just indulging in the first one. We don't cash out our current life and SMV right now for the girls that we can get right now. And instead we just relentlessly focus on the better girls that we could get in the future. Now, you might say, okay, sweet, you're, you could, you know, gain some attractiveness and stuff, but you'd have no experience with girls. And so when you do finally attract some girls, you know, okay, maybe you've got the six pack a year from now. But what if you're like really awkward with girls? What if, what if you're not like good with them? What if you don't know how to navigate dating and sleeping with girls when you eventually improve yourself? And maybe you meet like a really good girl, but you've never had practice before. This is where it gets very interesting because I have not seen this argument online, but I'm going to tell you right now. Practicing and getting experience with girls fundamentally means that those girls are going to be off lower quality. You can agree with that, right? Pract- saying that we want to just practice with some girls right now literally means that these girls are going to be lower quality and easier to get than our actual future wife, right? If you could meet the 10 out of 10, like dream woman for you, right? No girl's perfect. But if you could meet literally like imagine like a full on stunning 10 out of 10 and she likes you too, right? You would just get with her and that would probably be your future wife, right? If, if everything else worked out. We can't get her right now, but we can get some random girl on Tinder who we know is not our future wife, but we can get some practice. So we have to like confirm this, the practice and the experience that we can get right now is specifically with lower quality and unfortunately degenerates women. It's with women that we're going to meet in easier places like online dating, Tinder and nightclubs. And, you know, some other places find some gym and stuff. But when you get into this thing of like, okay, I need some experience. Most likely you'll go through online dating and you'll automatically meet lower quality women who have fucked a bunch of guys using the same like app just before you. And then... This is where it gets so interesting, where my heart breaks knowing that I've done this and where I want to stop you from feeling the pain that I have. You learn and you practice the wrong things. You see, to get experience with the girls who are quite easy to get, the girls that you can get right now when you're quite lower quality, to get experience with these girls on Tinder, to get experience with these random girls that you see around you, who aren't wife material, because again, if they were wife material, then you wouldn't consider it as experience. You would just think like, oh fuck, I, I met like an awesome girl already. Am I might seriously in a relationship with her? So these are low quality women, most likely degenerate women. And the way to like actually be good with these girls, if you've never heard this before, this is like the greatest tip. The way to get experience with these girls and to, to do well with these girls is to act in a, in quite a, like in a way for you In a way that you wouldn't act to your future wife. You see, to attract, like, a girl on Tinder, you need to play this game that you don't care about her. You need to play this game that you don't give a shit. You need to play this game that you're some, like, stone-cold Chad, this, like, alpha male personality where you don't even like her. You're not going to tell her how you actually feel. You're not going to tell her about your goals because these kinds of girls, like, you think, oh, no, I might do it, but, bro... To, you can try your authentic way with these dating apps and stuff, but eventually you'll realize if you want to get good at dating apps and nightclub game and night game and everything to get girls right now and you want to hook up with girls right now, bro, I learned this stuff. The way to attract those kinds of girls is to dumb yourself down and also to date in a way that's quite toxic. To date in a way where you act like you don't even like or respect her. To date in a way where you and her aren't, don't even feel like a team. To make these kinds of women more attracted to you you literally fuck them and then disappear and they'll come after you. To make these kinds of women more attracted to you, you literally don't reply to their messages. Do you see the problem that we're getting at here? The experience and the practice that we can get right now with the girls that we can get right now, that's going to give us the experience of dating in the wrong way. Because when you try to eventually use what you've just learned on your future wife, she's not going to be attracted to you. So what is the practice for if you're not going to actually improve the level that you needed to begin with, the skill that you needed to begin with? Let's say our ultimate ideal goal is... Beautiful, really high quality wife, really good like uh, characteristics, traits, foundations, family, everything, right? Really beautiful girl, really like highly like sexual and everything, right? And also to have ch- like children with her and everything. That's like the ultimate goal, right? That's the skill. We can say this is like a basketball competition. Okay, we need we need to be good at ba- basketball to get this right. What we're doing right now by saying we need to practice, we're practicing football. We're practicing football with the girls that aren't like her because this inherently, our future wife, we're going to set high standards, we're men on self-improvement, we're ambitious men. So our future wife, she's going to be attracted to a secure, warm guy. She's going to be attracted to a secure, warm, loving guy. These women, they're attracted to avoidance, cold guys. I will say it again, these women that you can get right now, you will get more girls if you act in this way. now you might get excited and think, okay, I'll just act in that way and I'll get some girls, but just think right now, again, we are ambitious men. We don't just think one step in the future. You want to become successful. A great tip is, okay, think 50,000 steps in the future. Becoming successful is as simple as literally just looking further into the future than all of the mediocre people around you, it's literally that simple. It's choosing the second marshmallow, but you have to wait 15 minutes for it. So don't just think, okay, well, I can get some girls right now. So I'll just do that. But just think, let's think about the consequences of our actions. We practice with these girls. We practice being cold. We practice not replying to texts. We practice the way that, you know, like how we speak to them and how we make them feel. and And you realize that these toxic traits are very good at attracting a certain kind of women. And this certain kind of women are the ones that dominate social media, Instagram, that dominates online dating and everything. And so we've all this time been practicing playing football, hoping that it's going to help us eventually for the basketball competition where we will meet our future wife. You're going to, go to, you're going to go to this competition eventually and start fucking dribbling the ball, kicking around the ball and stuff, and everyone's going to think you're stupid. Now, this sounds like a silly analogy. I'm telling you from experience and from pain that this is exactly what will happen. I practiced, I got the experience that I thought that I needed and I got good. Very good. Honestly, surprisingly good at attracting like the common girl that you can find on, on dating apps. And I, again, I'm not saying this to boast because this is not something boastful. This is like getting these girls is literally like level one. Okay, congratulations. You can literally get some girl that has already been fucked this week and you can fuck it too. It's like, this is level one, bro. If you think I'm boasting right now, this is level one. Level 10 is, like, attracting the fucking beautiful, like, high, high, high quality. And she wants to be your wife. And she wants to give you children. And she is so, like, securely loving and warm that she feels like a wind on your back. She's pushing you. You're literally making more progress to your goals that when you meet her. The kind of woman that when you have some kind of setback, you actually can tell her about it. And she just looks at you with almost, like, like a smug look on her face saying, like, well, I know you can do it. What fucking girl you meet from social media or or from online dating is going to say that to you, bro? What fucking girl you are going to meet from, like, from Tinder and you're going to tell her about your goals? Bro, you can try that stuff. You can try telling some random girl about your goals and she might be into you, bro. I'm telling you right now, it's not, right? So I got good at this, like, cold-hearted, degenerate pickup game, party game, nightclubs and stuff, right? I got good, right? I got the experience that I always wanted. Maybe the experience that you wanted. Do you think that experience now translates into finding a good woman? If the test is to attract a low-quality woman, a hoe, who's got that idiot. oh, bro, I'm sick at that, I'll, oh, A-star. If the test is to attract a secure woman, a good woman, I'm telling you right now, I'm being honest with you, I had a decent amount of experience. I'm telling you right now, if a woman of wife quality sees me and, and interacts with me, she would not be attracted to me. Because I have built like the neuroplasticity in my brain. I have built like the like the, the muscle memory of acting like a fuckboy boy in dating. It is natural for me to act in a way that attracts a certain kind of woman, but would fully like unattract another kind of woman. And this is the issue of going down like the degenerate path. It's, it's common sense when someone says it to you like this, but we need to kind of declare this. When you go down the degenerate path, you sacrifice, you you undermine the future most important relationship of your life. You don't improve it. You will not get like a better wife by sleeping with a bunch of like low quality girls. And this isn't even bringing out a huge extra issue. Maybe some people can be different to this, but when you practice with girls and you practice dating, and eventually you go on to like you know sleep with some girls that you know aren't your wife, right? You know this. One, it eats you up in life, alive, because you know that okay, you're, you're kind of messing around, but you're like yeah, whatever. Like you know, religion's like false anyway. I don't really believe in God anymore. Uh, oh, I don't even want to get married. Like people say not to get married anyway. Like, uh, I, I totally understand that, by the way. I totally understand. Like I we wouldn't marry 99.999% of women, of course not. So it's like, I totally understand why we could just generalize that and say, yeah, don't get married. The idea is, yeah, don't get married to 99% of women. But here is the thing. When you are on this path of, of practicing and getting experience, and you're doing it with women that you know aren't your future wife, the thing is, there will be a time when you can't avoid this. You will end up getting really, like, deep feelings for some of these girls one of these girls you will literally fall in love with a girl who was supposed to be practice this is one of the most painful experiences that i've ever felt you will form a bond that is so primal a bond an attachment that literally regulates your nervous system. Like these weird things inside of us. you you release these, these dopamines, this oxytocin, you have these memories together with a girl that you genuinely know you're not actually going to stay with. You know, like you fall in love with a girl that you know, eventually you're going to break up with. Now you might say, Oh, but I, I wouldn't fall in love with these hoes. You might say that, but the truth is, when you're having sex with someone consistently and you're having like good times and stuff, it's almost like it's bound to happen now with certain girls. It just won't. But if you do actually practice like a lot, it will happen. Maybe one in 10, for example, it will happen where you like you end up bonding and actually having like, you know, the personality fits and everything, but you just will never be able to take her seriously because of how you met her. You met her through again, these dating apps and everything, and you know, That she was, she was fucking a guy literally the day before you. So you know, like, there's no coping. You know that she's not your future wife. You know it, and yet you've got this huge attachment to her that you don't want to get rid of. That you've leveled up. That you've gotten a bit more seriously. And that's not what you wanted. You don't want this attachment with this girl. Let's be honest, right? Now, now okay, you want to practice? You want to practice? So why don't you fall in love with a hoe? So it was never about practice, was it? We did. That's not the situation you wanted to be in. You know that, right? You're, you're a smart enough guy. You do not want to be in a situation where you're genuinely in love with a girl who is like this, right? And this is no disrespect to those girls or anything, but it's just one, one thing we have to acknowledge is like this is your responsibility and accountability, right? If you're in love with a hoe, chances are you're the hoe as well, bro. <clears throat> that being said, maybe, maybe, just maybe, we, we be honest with ourselves and say, you know what? Seeking practice is cope. Saying that, oh, but I need experience with women, maybe that's just cope. Maybe it's just cope, bro. maybe it's just not, maybe it's not experience because again, experience with something means that eventually you're going to use that experience with something else in the future. And so we've just acknowledged, and, and hopefully you can believe this experience with the girls that you can get right now will not help you with your future wife. And you might think, oh, well experience with these girls right now will help me get more experience so I could get more of these girls. And you'll just literally dig deeper in the, in the, the depth of de- the degeneracy. And we know that's not good for us. We know it, okay? You've seen all those like reject degeneracy videos and stuff, bro. It's like, I know that's a meme and stuff, but it is so true that going down this pathway of degeneracy of like casual sex and stuff, it's not good for you. You know this. And you don't need like a vice. You don't need it. Because why? The idea, I'm not saying is to like, you know, oh, just be a monk forever and never have sex, never have women in your life. The idea is wait for the second marshmallow. Because the better you can navigate your dating life, the better quality your future wife is going to be. The single most important decision you'll ever make is of what woman to have children with. It's, it's just a fact. And so if you mess this up and you waste a bunch of your, your brain power, your ability to develop yourself and to grow and you know to become successful and build wealth, the things that would attract a really high quality woman as well as you know building the character that comes from being an entrepreneur and all these things, right? You will sacrifice some of these goals by being open to dating and also eventually falling in love with the lower quality girls that you know is not your future wife. And maybe the the concept of a future wife is so weird and distant for you that it's hard to think about it. But genuinely, if you build yourself up and just kind of wait and just keep building and building and building, whilst also, you know, still building like All areas of life you're still building like your social life you've got friends and stuff so you're not like awkwardly just sat inside all day but you're still like imagine you're a confident guy who just right now has this like confidence of like nope she's not my future wife nope she's not no 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 guys i've got i've just got really high standards imagine that bro imagine being the guy who can say nope i've just got really high standards sorry like you know when his friends are saying like oh why don't you ever get girls bro imagine building yourself up you've got a six-pack you look good you're actually handsome you're a bit older now And all of the random girls that you see that sometimes hold eye contact with you, you just think to yourself, nope, not my future wife. I'm waiting for the second marshmallow because I know that's the right thing to do. I know it is. I know that that's the right thing to do. If you did that and you essentially sacrifice, which isn't a sacrifice because you're going to have a fun time doing this anyway, like building your business and developing yourself and still spending time with friends and stuff, right? Essentially, just specifically not being a degenerate, not fucking like random girls and stuff, right? Eventually, bro... You're going to meet her. Like, and not just, you know, oh, the one or any... I don't believe in, like, some Disney, the one. But you're going to meet extremely high-quality women who are beautiful, have got a great personality, and have also got, like, a great foundation with her father and her mother are still together, in love, her father's masculine, her mother's feminine, There's, her parents are in love, which is fantastic to see. She's got a really good personality. Maybe she, Maybe she's never even been with a guy before, and so you're going to be her everything. And then... Because you, you're on self-improvement, because you, you look sexy, because you've been going to the gym and everything, because you're masculine, because you've been watching videos like this, because you've been becoming like a superior man and learning how to breathe properly and to, to level up your sex life and stuff, right? You're going to meet this awesome woman who's literally going to be literally prettier than the girls you could get right now. And the sex life with her is going to be better. One, one fear I had for a long time was like, oh, but if I do this, like the sex life just going to be dead with like you know, some like um, wife quality girl. You know, it's, it's a common thing of like, oh, husband and wife get together and the sex goes down. I think that's only with chump husbands, honestly, because I'm thinking right now, okay, you've got a six pack, you're going to the gym, you're like leading a class in the gym or in jujitsu ju- or something. You're a successful guy, confident guy, and you know how to polarize women. You literally... Imagine like for the next 10 years learning how to actually use what you learn in this book learning how to polarize women Because her wanting sex with you is literally just as simple as are you polarizing her and most husbands are chumps, right? Most husbands get a good wife, but then they don't know how to polarize And so eventually they don't praise her and stuff and then she feels like barren at her core and they stop having sex That's not gonna happen to us because the thing is, we have the the brain capacity. This is kind, kind of like an insult to our fathers. But, bro, we're smart enough that if we weren't having sex with our wife, we'd do something which is just so fucking obvious. We'd Google it and we'd watch it on YouTube. And there'd be people giving us good advice. Like, oh, yeah, keep going to the gym. Do this, do this. Make her feel... Like, you know, praise her. Like, you, you follow advice. Literally, as long as you've got this book, you're going to have a lot of sex when you're married. Probably more than with the random girls right now. And, and better, bro. Better. Because you know this woman now, and you actually love her, so you can open up your heart fully, and she can do the same to you. So there's not going to be like when you get into that that good good relationship, there's not going to be a sacrifice like oh man, but like you know she's oh but she's not you know she's not going to be good at giving head. You will train her. Let me let me t- let me ask you something, bro. How do you think girls get good at head, or the guys have trained her? So when you find a girl who's amazing at head right now and it's so good, oh yeah, oh yeah, guys, I'm getting experience. Another guy trained her for that. But when it's your future wife, and of course you set high standards, most likely, you know, our our values are different, but most likely you'll probably want her to be quite pure sexually, right? You probably don't want her to have had too many experiences beforehand. You will train her. It's the the best of all cases. And so we need to acknowledge that practice and experience with, with these random girls, these low quality degenerate girls, it's cope. It's not that it's some productive self-improvement thing that we can do. Yeah, I'm just practicing getting girls guys. It's just instant gratification. It's just pleasure. So what we need to do right now is remove the word experience, remove the word practice, because that makes it sound productive and simply just be honest, right? We can be respectfully honest and just say, you know what? I just want some pleasure. I Honestly, I just want to fuck. I just want to nut. And at that point, it's like, okay, now you're being honest. Because, bro, I, of course we feel those urges. Of course we do. That's a better question to ask. We should reject, like, this, this false cope. This cope of, oh, but, you know, it, it'd be productive if I got with girls right now. Because we know it wouldn't. So don't say that this is for self-improvement, for your own development as a man. Because it would... Like, lead your life down a a wrong path, right? We know degeneracy is bad for us. You see this with so many guys, right? So it's not about that, oh, I need to practice. It's simply just, oh, man, I'm horny, and I'm lustful, and I'd like to, like, ejaculate. When you say it like that, it's not attractive now, is it? Like, oh, Hamza, I'd like to ejaculate, bro, like... And what can we say about this? Well, you know, there's so many videos online that can tell you about like, oh, yeah, how to like control your lust and everything. But there's a few principles from this book, which are really good. So you can just have a look at this book if you want. But in general, the thing is like, you can control that lust and, and you can, you know, you've heard the term like sexually transmutates, like a bunch of like the old school success people used to say this, like you can sexually transmutate that energy, that lust into your work and the gift that you give the world. It's like when you choose to, you can almost turn off the lust so that it doesn't feel bad. Like lust, you know, we want to fuck, right? That's like some like a buildup of weird energy inside of us, usually either in our mind or in our balls. And in this weird like visualization, you can just imagine breathing deeply and having it spread across your body differently, and almost like thank the women of the world that they've given you this energy and say to yourself, like, yeah, I'm going to use this energy now to, to fulfill my purpose, to work on my goals. It's a weird practice that I personally like to do, and I learned it from this book, The Way of the Superior Man. And so that can help you with the lust. So it's like, okay, we know it's not practice. We know it's not experience. And also the fact that it's okay, but I just want some pleasure, Hamza. We, we know pleasure's not good for us. Oh, but you know, like I'm really lust, like I'm lustful and stuff. Well, there's things you can do about that. You can go YouTube right now, how to deal with lust, how to deal with urges. Worst case scenario, bro. Honestly, like, I've never said this on YouTube before, so I might get criticized for it, but worst case scenario, maybe it's better to fap once a week with no porn. It's not even, like, that fun or something. Literally, just do it fast. Once a week to control some of the urges. No porn. Prom- make that promise. No porn. Porn's fucking horrible for you, bro. Literally, no porn. Just imagination. Just imagine your future wife and then just get back to work. Worst case scenario, if that's what you got to do to, like, control some of the urges, you can do that. That's, that's better than that having that same ejaculation but like inside of a random girl that you've just met that's a lot better for you right so if you feel like you can't control your urge just fap once or twice a week honestly like i'd give you that like doctor's recommendation right now if if it's going to distract you so much because i do get into some moments where it it is very distracting for me and one one extra like point here is you know okay we but we want to practice we want to get experiences because when we do eventually meet the woman like we don't want to be like shit with her right Practice with her. When you meet that high quality woman, that's when the practice is worth it. Because you're practicing with women that aren't her before this. Like I have, right? I've practiced with women who aren't the woman that I actually want. And it doesn't fit perfectly like what I've learned to to what I'm gonna need to learn. It doesn't fit because every woman is genuinely like very unique. And I don't say this with just like, oh, you know, like what they like to do. Yeah, I like to watch TV. It's like their feminine energy, the depth of like a feminine energy the way that she loves and what she needs is incredibly unique. And you don't want to have this preconceived, like this prebuilt experience from girls who aren't like the woman who actually matters. And again, I I will say like, I don't think there's the one or you should wait out for your soulmates. I'm just saying, okay, wait till, till the women who are coming into your life are of such high quality where they're beautiful, but then also have like a great foundation for, for marriage and children. And at that point right now you might be thinking, oh, but you know, we shouldn't get married in the Western stuff. When you meet a woman who genuinely has, like, a strong masculine father, who genuinely has, like, a submissive feminine uh, mother, who you can see is, is literally, like, religious, she's never had a guy before you and stuff, that's when you'll reconsider it, because you'll think, like, wait, like, she's literally waiting for marriage. All of the, the anti-marriage stuff is based on, yeah, don't fucking marry the, the other girls, bro, of course not, bro. No matter how much you're in love with, with one of the other girls, don't marry them. But there's going to be a moment when you genuinely, you will know it is actually right to marry a woman. I am, su- I am certain of this. No matter what any red pill guy says, they're talking about the girls that they get, which are the DJ and party club girls, the Instagram girls, the Tinder girls. There's going to be a moment at some point, and I'll explain how we're actually going to meet this, like this this really 10 out of 10 woman soon, right? But just remember, because, you know, we, we like to improve things, right? This doesn't mean that we're never going to improve our dating life. It just means we're not going to improve it, improve it in in the worst way. We're going to wait till we have like one of the high quality women, one of the healthy women and improve it with them. So when you meet your future wife, you start to practice an experience with her. You read these books that tell you about how to love a woman. You read Attached by Amir Levine. You read like books on attachment styles on love and maybe together. And this is now your journey, like your project together where you literally think, okay, I actually really fucking want to make it work with this woman. She's so high quality. And you say to her like, let's do this together. Let's learn about the the type of people we are and how we love and what we need from each other. And like, you tell me like, what, what would you like from me? You can learn and practice with her. So why would you, like, do that with some random girl that you don't actually care about? That you're faking to care about? That you know, like, you know, these random girls, you know that eventually you're going to break up with them. And not only because of the fact that eventually, you know, you're going to, you want the future wife and these girls aren't. But also the fact that, like, you're climbing very fast as a man on self-improvement. No, uh, Bro, I'm telling you right now, no girls that... I mean, at least that I've met. But maybe this, they're also not there. No girls can match the rate that we can climb. If you've been like a, like a big fan of mine for maybe two years, you've seen the relationships that I got into really happy and then ended up breaking up with every single girl that I dated simply because we would meet on the same level and three months, six months later, it's like I just I, this sounds fucking horrible, right? This is like a first man concept that I learned from him. That every other YouTuber, every other like um, person out there will say that. Oh, this is such a weird thing. Truthfully, when you're on self improvement and you're you're ruthlessly improving yourself, your value, like the person you are, you will outclimb every woman, especially like the the sort of online dating apps, Instagram kind of girls. Even the girl who's on self-improvement herself, but you know, her foundation's all cracked and stuff and and she slept around a lot before you, she's taken a lot of drugs and her father's not in the picture and stuff. Even if she's really on self-improvement, she'll never be able to match your rate of growth. It's just as simple as that. So practice and experience with your wife, learn how to love her forever, you know, with these books and still learn some red, red pill truth. So this isn't to say like, yeah, be totally blue pill. This is to like learn some things that you still need to know, learn about hypergamy, learn about like female nature and stuff. Still learn some of these things. But with the best women, not with the lowest quality women that you can get right now, this is literally just all about, are you going to take the marshmallow right now or the second one later? It's just simply just that. When you've heard of that marshmallow study, you know, the kids are sat there and they're told, do you want the one marshmallow now or the second marshmallow later? It's like, I don't know about you, but it makes me feel awkward hearing that study, knowing that as a kid, I would have taken the first one. And that really demonst- like, reflected, like my first like 18 years where I was just playing video games and stuff. You know that instant gratification is not good for you. Instant gratification has never served you, not even once. It has stripped away years of your fucking youth. Imagine if you never took the first marshmallow in, in the in the reflection of playing video games and watching porn for like 10 years straight. Imagine if we were literally, bro, you can be a 10 year old who's actually productive in reading books. Genuinely, I know that's like rare to see, but like we could have been, if we were the kind of kids who took the second marshmallow. Instant gratification has never served us once. Why would it serve us here in such an important part of our lives, which is our dating life and who we bond with and attach with. And one point that none of the red pill guys actually say is that the highest quality women you know, the really wifey qualities, right? I'm not just saying like, the, just the beautiful girl or something. I'm saying, imagine the girl who's got the package, like she's beautiful and she's also got a really awesome personality and she's also got a really awesome family, right? I'm not like, like you know, she's not perfect, right? No one's perfect, right? But just imagine, right? Those kinds of women have high standards. Of course they do. So they want the best men. So what are the best men? Because so far you've thought that the best men are simply the high value men. They're like the, the red pill alpha males. You know, they've, they've got success and they've got girls there's a level of man above those guys. Those guys are above most most men, but there's a level of man above those guys. And that is the guy who's high status, who's high value, who's attractive, but who's also got incredibly high standards that he doesn't fuck around, who's also religious. This is hard to imagine because this is, you know, like we say, oh, the top 1% man, those are the red pill guys, right? This is like the top 0001% man, right? there is a level of man that that isn't really on the internet these days and I'm I'm certainly not him, right? So there's the 1% guy that we want to be like, oh yeah, private jets and girls, oh wow, that's amazing, right? But above that is the guy who doesn't indulge in women, is the guy who's got such high standards that, he just, he literally keeps thinking that oh, this girl's not good enough. This girl's not good enough. This girl's not good enough. And everyone, especially people on the internet think he's crazy. Oh man, you need to lower your standards and all this shit. They'll say like, oh, but no, no girl's going to be perfect. And no girl's going to, and he just knows he's got this certainty. Nope. Nope. I know what I'm looking for five years down the line, six years down the line, Maybe he's, he's discovered God or something. And then he finds a woman who respects, literally likes him more because she can see that he's actually had such high standards that he hasn't indulged on the way there with lower quality girls. You want to know how, like, okay, I want you to imagine not just like the beautiful girl who's who's kind of like a whore, okay? I'm, t- I'm talking the highest quality girls, right? They've literally got, un- undeniably, this is impossible without, I'm, I'm sorry for the girls watching this, but to be the highest quality girl, you need to have a strong masculine father figure who's still married to your mother. It's like, they can't be split up literally it's 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 that's just a non-negotiable maybe if the father passed away it's a bit different but literally the highest quality women have got a strong masculine father figure who's still in love in, still married maybe in like a religious marriage to his feminine like loving beautiful wife right that that's what your woman future woman's seeing right this is the highest quality like this is an absolute undeniable if that man or if she is as high quality as we think she is that father has to be as observant and strong as we think he would have needed to be to, to nurture his daughter into essentially not being a degenerate in this modern world. That's hard, right? You probably never even like saw this dynamic before where a girl has grown up to not be like a, a degen at all, right? So this requires a strong father, bro. When you're the top 1% man and you sit in front of him and the, and the strong father can see through you that you fucked 100 girls, he's going to know. He's going to know that you're actually not the level that he's looking for because he's looking for the kind of guy who's got the personality, the money, the status, the the fame and everything. But he's also looking for the kind of like usually godly man who has literally been like waiting for the second marshmallow. If you, this is literally like, like an example of the highest quality people ever. And it's, it's unrealistic for us to reach towards that. That's what everyone will tell you. It's unrealistic. And of course, if anyone puts down your goals, they're a piece of shit and you shouldn't spend time with them. I'm very lucky that when I announced my goals years ago to my family, no one put my goals down. Every goal that I've achieved over the last few years is unrealistic. So why not this one? Why not this one for you? The highest, like literally the highest quality women will be thinking about your previous dating life. And of course, you can hide it from them. Of course, you don't need to tell them details about the women you've fucked and practiced with, right? Is that the kind of relationship you want to start with where she's not even dating like the real you, where she knows like 60% of actually who you are? In some ways, be mysterious. In some ways, you know, be busy, you know, with your work. 100%, you know, like I give this advice. Yeah, be busy, be like, you know, focus on your purpose, yeah. But at the same time, like, Imagine not actually being able to show the real you to the woman that you're entrusting everything with. I think I could be wrong, but I think with the ideal relationship, you should know and accept and love 100% of her, her past, her experiences, her values, everything. And she should do the exact same thing for you. You can still maintain mystery past this. You can still go to the gym and not reply to a phone for like three hours. You can still go work on your purpose and stuff, of course. But when you get to this depth of like openness, I think that's when you'll get the best relationship you could possibly get. And I think that is the foundation in which we should have our kids. You see, all, all this time we've just been speaking about girls and future wife and stuff, but In the end, it just comes down to fatherhood. How much, how long you will wait for that second marshmallow defines, fuck me, bro. How long you will wait for that second marshmallow defines how many guys will fuck your future daughter. If you go about this wrong and you expect to have children at some point and you go about this wrong and you practice and you mess around and stuff, your daughter will literally have a higher body count. Your daughter will give her soul to guys who don't even give a shit about her, to guys she doesn't give a shit about. And she'll end up getting into that situation where, like, she's one of these D gen women who's ended up partnering up with, like, a self improvement guy and he can never just accept her. Your inability to delay for that second marshmallow literally means that more guys will, f- will fucking, like, nut over your fucking future daughter, bro. It means that your son will be more of a Jeffrey. It means that your son will have shit posture whilst he literally, like, he indulges in the fucking futuristic porn that's out there. This is the consequences of our actions as young men. And when you spend time distracted by degeneracy, degeneracy will compound in your bloodline. You are not that kind of man who would allow this to pass through. You would not be watching a video like this. You would not be watching my channel i don't think we even comprehend the consequences of our actions here but our decisions in dating is one of the most important not only for what happens in dating but also for how much like dating can distract you in certain ways now if you meet the high quality 10 out of 10 woman then it's not a distraction then that's the woman to pair up with 100 percent. but till you meet her stay focused on growing yourself and this doesn't mean Oh, just be indoors and don't talk to anyone. Do like a semi-monk mode where you still want to build like a vibrant life of of male friends. And then it's like, okay, that's awesome. Maybe even make some female friends. But you know, like like specifically, I've got to tell you specifically, the issue is just you having sex with women who aren't gonna be your future wife. It literally comes down to that. And I know how weird it is for, for me to say that as a guy who's done it, but of course, like this is how I'm able to pass on the wisdom to you. It's like, I made the mistake, so now I'm telling you what I did wrong. You don't have to take the learning lesson, but honestly, I wish I did. So how should we navigate our day in life then? Maybe the best way is literally just permanently Be in a full state of, of hard work and growth and not just, you know, like, oh, grind or or like thingy, but like, you know, like hard work and growth also means take a long walk every day. It also means the journal and read, you know, like just essentially, how about we just don't date? Honestly, religious people had this, bro. How about we just literally don't date within a, a glance, like you're coping if you, if not, right, bro? Within a glance, you'll come across some women in the gym or whatever, right? Within one single glance, one conversation, you can tell if, if she's not eligible to be your wife. You can tell. Don't, don't cope, bro. You see a tattoo on her, bro. She's not your future wife. Simple as that. You see that she's got colorful hair, bro. She's not your future wife. You see that she's got that, that friend who's a bit of a slut, bro. Don't cope. Don't cope. She's not your future wife. Now, this is easy to do when you're rational-headed, but when you meet these women on, like, a date and you end up having sex with them, then it's harder. Then you, like, you have sex with this girl knowing that she's got tattoos and stuff. Oh, yeah, I'm just practicing, bro. I'm just, you know, getting some instant gratification. Yeah, I feel like a man, bro. Yeah. And then you see her degenerate family, you see her degenerate friends, and you're like, you're in too deep and you've fallen in love with them. bro. You don't want to be in that situation from one glance. Just don't have sex with these women. It's literally as simple as that. Don't have sex with them because then you'll pair the attachment with them and it's not worth it. It's a distraction from your business. And and over the next five years, 10 years, that distraction compounds. You don't realize how much you'll miss out on this, not just for the work, but also for the kind of man that you become to attract the, the, the dream woman of yours. Maybe literally just don't date. As soon as you see women, Within a second, you know, within one conversation, you know, there's some brutal, like, facts, which a lot of women don't like to hear. But tattoos, she's got guys around her, she's got slutty friends, those kinds of things. As soon as you see that her parents are divorced, personally, like, I... Nope, sorry. My standards, like, literally, don't even say it to her, but just say it to yourself. I'm a man of really high standards. I hold myself, like, say it with a sense of fucking pride like you're in the military. I I hold myself to really high standards. I hold myself to really high standards. I hold myself to really high standards. I will wait for the second marshmallow. Just no dating. Just keep improving yourself. And then you might think, okay, well, how do I find her? Honestly, I think women are supposed to find you. I think that you will tend to the garden. I think that you will keep improving and and ruthlessly running and, and going to the gym and stuff. And when you're like high attractive enough, when you're high value enough, good women just seem to find you. And we can wait for that because as soon as we try to find the woman, we start going about it in the DGN ways. You know, we're on dating apps, we're looking online, we're on Instagram and stuff, we're going to parties and, and, you know, trying to go out cold approaching and that just practices the wrong thing. I think if we focus entirely on just building, but also living like a vibrant life with our male friends, we're going on hikes, we're going to, to stuff like that. I think you'll end up just naturally just coming across some women, not nowhere near as much as if you're on online dating and stuff. And then with that, start to just filter them out with really high standards and then you might actually meet some women who are really high quality because you yourself are high quality. Three guys asked me about this yesterday, three different guys on a three hour group call. I have a new like online community, which is for guys to come together and to like get very close to me. Like I literally was on on the phone call for like five hours yesterday. And there's the top link in the description if you're interested in that. Do the hard work, especially when you don't feel like it.